you go ahead, just clap your hands. Just to acknowledge that He is the greatest of all the greats. There's no God like our God. He dwells on the mounts beyond the hills. His throne, His robe fills the temple. The angels cry, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. He's the one that rides upon the wings of the wind. He's the one that counts all the waters of the sea as a drop in the bucket. He's the one that sits above the circles of the earth. He's the one that speaks a thing and it brings it to pass. He's the one that brings the stars into place. He's the one that is God all by himself. He's the one that we call our Father. He's the one Jehovah, the King above all kings, the Lord above all worlds. He's the one that answers our prayers. He's the one that we raise worship to. He's the one that opens a door that no man can shut. He's the one that comes through for us. We worship your majesty. Something tells me that God by his spirit is in the house. The Bible says, the robe, the train of his robe fills the temple. And all manner of things begin to happen. Father, we raise worship to you. Because sometimes we don't even know what to pray about anymore. We just lift up our hands and our hearts. We stand in the middle of everything that's happening. And say, you are God. All by yourself. I like what that songwriter said in the place of worship. Some people only worship when everything is working for them. But the songwriter says, through the good times and the bad times, you are on your throne because you are God alone. If we're able to worship in the midst of confusion, if we're able to worship in the, in the middle of bills we don't know how to pay, if we're able to worship when the doctor says you can't survive it, that's the kind of worship the Lord is looking for. I know you're here today saying, if only you knew what I was going through. He doesn't matter. He's God all by himself. Can we sing that song? You are God alone. Hold on, hold on. I want you you to sing the song in the face of anything that's coming against you. I want you to sing the song in the face of the trouble and the turmoil and what you cannot understand. How people that used to love you have stood against you. They have kicked you in the teeth. I want you to sing the song and I I want you to sing the song. You are God alone from before time began.
of the Lord imprinted in my heart. The only time Jesus wept, it wasn't because somebody died, because they forgot that he's the resurrection and the life. He said, where is my friend? They said, you came too late. Somebody here, you came thinking, is God late? God is never late. He's always on time. God may seem to be slow, but he's never late. They said he died. And but now, the problem stinks. People have moved away. Nobody is calling you anymore. Nobody wants to help you anymore. Because you sang the same song. You made the same complaint. You asked for the same help too many times. And he said, not me. Take me where the problem is. God is coming to the place of your need today. People may have stopped coming to see you, but he's coming. When he got there, the Bible says, Jesus wept. He said, you forget that I am the resurrection and the life. Today, I want you to worship him. Not just as a healer. Because as long as somebody is still sick, some people have hope. When he's dead, buried, and is stinking. You need more than that. I want you to lift up your hand and I want choir to help him. Don't worship him as the healer today. Worship him as the resurrection and the life. So that even if he died, he will raise it again. Even if he's shot, he will open the door again. Even if it's broken, he will mend it. I just want you to just take one song. Because somebody here, this is your moment. Hallelujah. You have won the
today on the promise from God that we will encounter the power of God through worship. If you're a believer, lift up your hands and just say, Lord, don't pass me by. In the place of my pure worship, my heartfelt worship, in the midst of all the things I don't understand, I choose to stand in the place of worship. May I encounter the power of the living God, the power that opens the iron gate to the city of my dreams. The only power that can cause the gate to open, hands don't open this gate, only God opens this gate. I want you to just lift up your hands to God and say, Lord, may I encounter the power of God that opens the city gates in this place of worship. May the power of God come through. May it shatter the chains and the fetters, uproot the gates of brass around my life, everything that holds me back and separates me from where God has called me to be. For what separates me from my dreams and my aspirations? What separates me from the fullness of joy that I long be waiting for? That separates me from the best of God's blessings? Lord, may we encounter that power that opens the city gates, the iron gates in this hour of worship. May your power come through like lightning and thunder shattering everything that holds us back. I pray for everyone that has come today. Let the extent of your power be so full that it nobody is left out of this encounter. Father, thank you for hearing us. So it is in the name of Jesus. I sought the Lord concerning those that will come. There are people that ought to be here, but they're trying to solve the problem running around. I brought you the word of the Lord and see that there is a gate you must pass through before you can access the best things in life. And this gate opens of its own accord. It's not opened by anybody. I hope you remember that God says, I am the one that opens a door that no man can shut. Every door that prayer has not answered or prayer has not opened every door that connections have not opened, every door that effort has not opened, may we encounter the power that opens those gates today. Amen. That we will no longer be shut out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have a word for you. And I want you to hear this word. Revelation 3 and verse 8. Revelation 3 and verse 8. Please take us to the living Bible. The living Bible. Revelation 3, 8 the living Bible. It talks to you in the place of acute worship. The word of the Lord will come to you and it's that word that your gate will respond to. This is the word of the Lord to you. It says, I know you well. Each and every one here. God says, I know you well. I don't just know you, I know you well. It says, I know that you aren't strong. Is there someone who is relieved here? Because some people think you have to come in your strength before God answers you. He says, I know you are not that strong. I know you well. 
But I know you well enough to know that I know you have tried to obey me. The word try doesn't mean you have succeeded on every level. Is somebody already feeling blessed by God? He knows that you're not perfect, but he says, I know you well. I know you have tried to obey as best as you can. And you have not denied my name. Even in your pain, even in your lack, you have not denied my name. I like the next word. It says, therefore, I have opened a door to you. Therefore, I have opened a door to you. I can't hear the amen. Therefore, I have opened a door to you that no one can shut. Can we lift up our hands to God? What God is saying, I qualify you because you are honest with me. I qualify you not because everybody understands you. I know you well. You aren't that strong. I know you enough to know that you try. If you know you try, if you know you've been trying, you may be getting tired, but if you know that you have tried the little you can do, just lift up your hands and just say, Lord, this is me, I'm here. My being here is still trying. My being here is still being obedient. I know you have tried to obey. Some people took the easy way out, but I am here. Lift up your hands to God. Lift up your heart to God. And just bless him because he identifies you. And is identifying with you. He identifies the door that has been shut against you. He says, I am opening that door. I am opening that door. Father, we thank you. On behalf of those that are trying, I say thank you, Lord. On behalf of those that are not so strong, we thank you, Lord. We want to thank you because you identify us and you identify with us. As we worship, may the word of the Lord be quick and powerful to deliver on that promise. That be, Therefore, I have opened a door to you. The door that leads to the fulfillment of an aspiration that we have been pursuing for a long time. Let that door be open. The door that opens to happily ever after for those waiting for their life mates. Let that door be open. The Bible says, therefore, I have opened a door. I want you to begin to thank God for the door you have been waiting for. For the gate that has defied you. The gate you've stood there for so long, it looks like, will this gate ever open? Don't wait for me. Don't wait for anybody. This is the moment that worship takes you to a moment where you have audience before God. If you have a voice, you better speak now. Begin to say, Lord, thank you for this door. The door for my family to escape poverty. Thank you for this door. The door to renew my joy. My joy died when somebody died. My joy died when somebody left. Listen, listen. talk to the Lord. Say, Lord, thank you for that door. That door 
that people are saying, you will always beg this door. You will always be behind this door. Say, Lord, thank you because at last I am going through this door. At last I am passing through this door to the better side. I thank you, Lord. This door will not continue to defy my life. This door will not continue to put a full stop in my progress. Thank you. For the Lord says, therefore, I have opened this door. Because I know that you have been trying. You have been trying. That's why you're still here today. A lot of people stop coming, God, and say, because you came, I have opened the door. I adore Jehovah. I depend on you. Your covenant is sure. Yes, you never change. Hey, I
says the Lord, I know you well. Thus says the Lord to you, I know you well. I know you are not strong, not that strong, but I know that you have tried to obey me. I know that you have not denied my name even in the midst of your pain. Thus says the Lord, therefore I have opened a door to you. A door that no one will shut against you again. A door of joy. The city gates that leads to fulfillment. A door to financial breakthrough. You become a lender, not a borrower anymore. You become happily married, not a lonely singular anymore. The door of fulfillment. Moving away from where you say, what is my life about? A rich and fulfilling life. The gates to the city, the Bible says, open to them of its own accord. The Bible says, when they went through these gates, they became as free as the breeze. Free to start a better life. Free to connect with destiny that has been calling on them. Free to tap into the prosperity of a new season. Free to move from loneliness to happily married free as the breeze. Lord, I declare the total counsel of the Lord. There are many thoughts from the hearts of men who think they know us. There are thoughts from those that don't like us, but it is only the counsel of the Lord alone that shall stand. That the gates shall not be shut upon us anymore. So it is to the glory of your name. Blessed be God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I want your amen to sound like thunder. Say one amen for yourself. Say one amen for your family. Say one amen for your finances. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but when God says, I know you well. You know, a lot of people like me because they don't know me that well. They don't know my dysfunctionality. They don't know my aggression. They just see the finished product. But God says, I know you well and I still like you. I know you well. I identify you that you're not that strong. Forget how you post to a church. God says, I know you're not that strong. But I still identify with you. What a comforting message. And it says, therefore, plus what you've done well, plus what you're struggling with, therefore, I have opened a door to you. If you are that person, jump on your feet and shout a big hallelujah. I want you to be seated and help me put your hand on your neighbor. Say, God has opened your door for you. Glory be to God. I have a little time to address you. And God is talking about the gates. If you bring up that gate again, he's talking about gates. Gates are usually designed to keep people out. Gates usually protect what is good. Gate, another word for gate is access. Can I tell you something? Everybody knows where good things are. 
Hello? Don't you know where the airport is? Huh? Don't you know where the bank is? Wait now. Don't you know that where you can get the car you want? Don't you know where the kind of house you want to live in? Don't you know where it is? You're not, you're not answering. If you're not married, don't you know where they're fine boys? Eh? You don't know. Follow me, I'll show you. If you're a man, don't you know where fine girls, fine girls are in Grace Assembly? What I'm saying is, we know where it is, we don't have access. What limits access is a gate. God says, therefore, I have opened that gate for you. May we run through that gate in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to read a scripture to you very quickly. My time is gone. Acts 16, I want to read from the Passion Translation of the Bible. You need to have an understanding that on Worship Wednesday, God speaks to us. On Worship Wednesday, something shifts. Can you say amen? amen? Don't just come because people are coming. Make sure you run through the gate that is open for you. As a matter of fact, I'm believing God that you'll be part of the people that will testify this Sunday in the name of Jesus. Acts 16 from verse 22, the Passion Translation of the Bible. Listen to this. This is Paul and Silas. This is you and I. The Bible says, A great crowd gathered and all people joined in to come against them. All people joined to come what? Against them. Who knows what that feels like? Have, have people come against you or not? Have situations come against you or not? This was so bad. It says all people joined together to come against them. Only two of them. Now the Roman officials ordered that Paul and Silas be stripped of their garments and beaten with rods on their bare backs. After they were severely beaten, they were thrown into the prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely. So the jailer placed them in the innermost cell. That's the dungeon of the prison. And had their feet bound and chained. Listen to me. When that happens, you did nothing wrong. They were serving God, doing the right thing. People came against them. Who knows what I'm talking about? Sometimes you wonder how. Can I, can I get a witness? How is this happening to me? Why are you all acting like you don't know what I'm talking about? You wake up to something that you're not deserving. You see people agree against you. And I said, but I blessed you. How come you're joining them? And when this happens, usually people stop worshipping. They start quarreling with God. Usually they start questioning God. They stop coming to church. They begin to say, maybe God doesn't hear prayer. They begin to judge God by what they're going through. But I thank God you're not like that because you're here today. Verse 25, very important. The Bible says, Paul and Silas, undaunted, which means in spite of everything going wrong, in the midst of being in a dungeon, hands and feet in fetters, they invoked Worship Wednesday in the midst of darkness, in the midst of betrayal, in the midst of lack. In the midst of disgrace, they invoked 
Worship Wednesday. Worship Wednesday is what you need when it even looks like there's no solution. They prayed in the middle of the night. Listen to this. And they sang songs of praise in the midst of their hell to God. Some people will almost curse God when things don't work out. But they sang songs of praise undaunted. Oh, can you bring the meaning of undaunted out? I checked the dictionary. You see, I'm telling you, the real worship that God needs is in the middle of all that is going on. That is the worship that makes God to arise and scatter your enemies. Undaunted is not afraid to continue doing something. Not afraid to to keep trying to do something even though there are what? Problems. It is to uh, courageously be resolute, especially in the face of difficulties, refusing to be discouraged. That Bible says, undaunted, they started praying in the middle of the night. Undaunted, they started to sing songs of praise to God. Go back to the scriptures. While all the other prisoners listened to what? their worship. May heaven listen to the worship. You see, the prisoners listen to the worship. Nothing happened because the prisoners heard the worship. May the one who needs to hear our worship, may he hear our worship. The prisoners listened to their worship. Nothing happened. They were just amused. In fact, they thought, stupid people, in the midst of your hell, how can God be with you? Help me put a hand on your neighbor say, they don't know what God is up to in your life. The city gate is going to open of his own accord to you because of what you're doing. They listen to their worship. Another translation says, says they were amused that they're worshiping in your situation. You know, people look at you and say, you, you did go to church. You see, they go to church. <laughs> Forget oh, that door, they've thrown away the key today, the resurrection and the life. Even if the key is lost, he will open that gate. Verse 26 is where I'm going. The Bible says suddenly a great earthquake shook the foundation of the prisons. Because they were undaunted. You know, when you go through things, it is designed to make you angry with God. It is designed to make you forsake God. It is designed to make you question God. It is designed to make you feel maybe God doesn't do this stuff. Somebody say, undaunted. Put your hand on your chest say, I'm undaunted. I'm troubled, but I'm undaunted. I have needs, but I'm daunted, undaunted. I am still going to worship. Bible says, suddenly a great earthquake shook the foundation of the prison and all at once, every prison door flung open. He that opens a door no man can shut, he opened the doors. No keys. He doesn't need keys to open doors. He doesn't even need to send anybody. The Bible says the door 
that separated them from the city of their desire. It opened unto them of his own accord. This far you have come. Life will not make you go back to your pain in the name of Jesus. Life will not make you go back to your dysfunctionality. Life will not keep you on the same spot. We're moving forward. We're moving through the gate because the gate is opening. The Bible says, therefore, I will open unto you the doors that no man can shut. All at once, every prison door flung open. And the chains of all the prisoners came loose. It is important I talk about the prisoners. The prisoners listened to the worship, but they were amused. The prisoners didn't expect anything to happen. You know what that means? The way God is going to open your door, it will teach the people listening to you and never believe that God is on your side. It will teach them a beautiful lesson. They're not going to die. They're going to, Bible says, my cup runneth over. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. When your cup runs over, everybody that used to look at you and criticize you, they will eat out of the overflow of your blessing. In the name of Jesus. Can I tell you something? It is not for your enemies to die. That is the best, the sweetest way to enjoy victory. It is when you see them eating from the overflow of your blessing and you tell them are, are, are you sure you're fine are you sure you have enough what do you think they will answer you what happened to Joseph's brothers Joseph didn't kill them they were eating from the overflow when the gates to the most powerful nation in the world the most prosperous nation opened to Joseph of its own accord his brothers came. They came with their wives. They came with their children. They came with their cattle. He fed all of them. When God says, I'll open a door that no man can shut. It's a big door. A lot of people are going to come with you. They're going to enjoy because of you. From people that used to curse you, people that never believed you, they'll be thanking God because you are alive. So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our gathering is to encounter the power that opens the city gates in the place of worship. I'm going to call you to another bout of worship. If these words have touched you, if these words have reached you that I know you well, I know you are not that strong, but I know that you try to obey me. I'm quoting the scripture. Therefore, I have opened the door for you. If you are that person, you need to stand to your feet with a heart of gratitude. Can you bring up that scripture, the living Bible, Revelation 3 and verse 8, and we want to worship God. And I want you to turn it loose. Bring up the scripture, the living Bible, Revelation 3 and verse 8. Imela o kaka o yekeruwa Imela Imela Ezemo 
dependable, dependable God. It doesn't matter what comes my way, you are still God. Intentional God. Intentional, intentional God. Everything is working. Everything is working
I know you well. I know you very well. The good, the bad, and the ugly, I know you very well. I know that they don't know, but I know that you're not that strong. He knows our weaknesses. He says, but I also know that you try to obey me. God is saying, I find that a sweet-smelling savor. You're making an effort, say the Lord. I know that you don't deny my name. I know you're going through a lot, but you're holding on to me. Therefore, said the Lord, I have opened a door to you. I wish I would hear the right kind of amen. Therefore, I have opened a door to you. A door to you that no one can shut. Oh, Father, we bless you. Because if the Lord will count iniquity you, who should have an open door? If the Lord were looking for 100% strength, who would qualify? We thank you because even you identify our weaknesses, yet you identify with us. We thank you because our effort to obey you is enough as far as you're concerned. So it doesn't matter what our critics say. It doesn't matter what our enemies say. What God is saying is, I am sufficiently pleased with you because you're making an effort. Therefore, you open a door no man can shut. Father, every door must respond to that voice. The voice, the door of prosperity must respond to that voice. The gate to the city of our dreams and our aspirations must respond to your voice. The gates of joy and fulfillment must respond to the voice of the Lord. None of us will be shut out anymore. To you alone be glory. To you alone be the praise. To you alone be the adoration. From everlasting to everlasting you will be our God. Blessed be the name of the Lord now and forevermore. In Jesus' name we have worship. Say amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you that you know us well and yet you opened the door for us. Nobody here is disqualified from an open door. Blessed be God. Help me celebrate my king this evening. Hallelujah. Help me celebrate Grace Coral on my left, Grace Coral on my right. God bless you. God bless you. How can we have Worship Wednesday without them? You may be seated. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this evening? I want you to expect that you get to places now and the lines will fall for you in goodly places. 
I want you to expect some people will call you and say, I changed my mind about you. I want you to go and knock on that door that they refuse to open this time. Before your, your knuckle gets to the door, they will say, we're expecting you. Who am I prophesying to now? We're expecting you. Father, so shall it be. So that on Sunday, testimonies will continue in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. At this time, I want to take tithes and first fruit. If you're in church, I want you to come forward because we're children of covenant. He says, I know you have been tried. And God says, I acknowledge that and that's why I'm opening a door. The word therefore means that's why. Because of this. If you're coming, please come quickly. After Sunday, I've been hearing testimonies. People have been calling me. I'm telling you. You know, I prophesied. I said some testimonies are loading. You remember I said it on Sunday. Monday morning, somebody was shouting. Shouting. Say, say, Pastor, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I said, tell me. Shouting. When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we're like them that dream. On Sunday, you will hear that testimony. Your heart will be lifted up. As a matter of fact, she tied what you said on Sunday. You said that if God did this, I will make a vow. And virtue left you. <laughs> so when you said it, she said, Pastor said, my testimony is loading. I believe it. That weekend was do or die. If it, if that weekend something didn't change, it's over. And she, she said she made a vow. He said, on Sunday, I'm coming to redeem my vow, but I want to testify. He said, will you allow me? I said, Mike, I prophesied you testify. Somebody here. Anybody here? Do you want to testify on Sunday? You know the kind of testimony you'll be shouting? That people will say, calm down, you'll just be shouting. When we now realize what you're trying to say, we too will start shouting for you. Say amen and amen and amen and amen. As many hands are lifted, Father, a great door of opportunity for a massive testimony. Quick and powerful, sharp like the word of God. Let it happen for them in Jesus' name. We will be testifying together. Glory to God. Father, we want to thank you for all the brothers and sisters who caught covenant by sacrifice. Still trying. The doors that have defied them be open to them. The doors that lead to joy and fulfillment be open to them. And shouts of joy shall be heard in your homes. Because of the faithfulness of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. Whilst... Um, I'm telling you to bring out your offering. Um, if you're giving um, by uh, transfer, the details are up. GT 0125035432. But after, take that away. I want to show you what is happening on our billboards. We're, we're, we're addressing, how many of you have seen that betting companies are all over Nigeria now? Betting, betting, betting. You know what that means? Young people will not be working anymore. They'll just be betting. No productivity. Fluff money. How many of you want to marry a man that thinks the way he will feed his family is from betting? That's what they're selling. That is the billboard that's going to go up because we will be the voice to address what is going on. If you must bet, 
go for the best bed. What is his name? Awi Mayehu. Glory to God. We have another one. Bet on the only sure bed. Equeme. Shata. Hallelujah. If you must bet, bet on Awimayel. Our people will not be taken captive to the spirit of betting, illicit living, and funny existence. God forbid. We're not hustlers. We're blessed children of God. Help me celebrate the billboard ministry coming back strong in Jesus' name. And that's why church people must continue to give so that we can fund the gospel. Every time I put on CNN, I put on my uh, sports, it's betting, 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 betting. They're recruiting our children to live a useless life of betting. And if you're one of them, you're hearing the truth. God did not tell us to live by chance. Chance and luck is not what God calls us. It is the blessing of the Lord that make it rich and added no sorrow. Hallelujah. 